0: welcome
1: if you're just tuning in this is third string starters we are your hosts caleb and tim where laughs are funny and sports are real
0: in this episode we're going to talk about players bailing before handshaking our goat and mode of the week what the arizona cardinals would be called if they weren't the cardinals and our games of the week joe is joe flacco elite and our life hack of the week to end things off
1: awesome thank you caleb that was beautiful So we'll jump right into things here. So the first topic we're going to talk about is players bailing before handshaking.
0: I think sportsmanship, um, where this stems from, is lost at the professional level. I know these are pro athletes. I know that they have a lot going on and whether they're winning and losing in the last couple seconds, I still think it it talks a lot about character. And what these guys and what their character is like after a game. Can you lose well? Or, and are you a good winner? Like, where, like, are we just going to stop it just because we have so many prima donnas these days and the uh, pro athletes? Like, why we cannot lose the sportsmanship part of sports. I think it's very important to to us as um, as America. We need sportsmanship.
1: Yeah, I agree. So I look back on when I was playing sports, you know, soccer and, and football and everything like that, back growing up.
0: Back in your and, GOAT days?
1: Yes, in the GOAT days. I, like, I remember I caught four TDs one game, um, and now there were no defenders, but I still had four. Um, but anyway, so going back, like, it was such a good thing um, after whether you won or you lost to actually shake the opposing team's hand. Um, or give them a high five or whatever it was, um, because it shows um, humility. It also shows good sportsmanship. And I think, you know, a- athletes have this huge following of younger kids. And right now, I kind of think it's, um, it used to be better. And right now, it's kind of like, everyone looks up to them, right? And so that's why I think it's huge that, that um, guys do shake hands after, you know, every game.
0: No, I, I completely agree. I think I think we need to get back into it. I know COVID played a little uh, part in that, how they just kind of stopped. But I think especially the NBA needs to get back into um, shaking hands after each game and congratulating each other. So
1: Yeah, and with that, like the last part is like so a simple solution to make the guys do this truly would be like if the guys refuse to shake hands – the commissioner makes them do something okay so what that is, is i believe um it comes it sounds from the indian culture and it's something called sharis, sharon sparsha okay so that's in the indian culture and what that is is the touching of the feet to greet those who you deeply respect wow and so yeah and so simple solution if you're not going to shake hands you have shake to feet. touch each other's feet so <laughs> you you have to untie their cleats you have to take off their socks and you have to touch them. You have to maybe count their toes or something as well. Um, you know, but I think, point, I know, think
0: that would be a very good solution that, that might be like life changing for these athletes.
1: Exactly. If, if you don't want to touch someone's feet, then like just shake their hand. But if you don't shake their hands, you have to touch their feet. So,
0: I mean, I'm, I'm not going yeah,
1: to make commissioner do it, but like I will. So,
0: yeah, I think that's great. Uh, hey, let's jump into our uh, go to the week. And what this is is we are going to select um, somebody that stands out to us, a go to the week. Um, they're goating, they're winning that life uh, for that week, that month. They don't have to be in sports. they can just be um, just someone random with that we pick. Um, so for my uh, go to the week, I'm picking J.R. Smith and <laughs> J.R. Smith, uh, he played 16 years in the NBA, has two NBA championships. Uh, played for multiple teams, but a guy who, you know, had a prolific NBA career, um, he he enrolled back, he enrolled in college, and he, so he's going, I don't think he um, attended college, um, but he's going back to college, and he's enroll, uh, trying to play golf. So he just submitted um, an eligibility report to play golf at Texas A&M, and so for a guy who just finished a great NBA <coughs> career, now he's trying to play college golf, like, let's go. Like, what way to win at life, man. Yeah, let's freaking go.
1: Um, That is so amazing. I think it's so funny that he's doing this. Along oh, with, absolutely. Like, <laughs> as you know, I'm a big advocate for NCAA golf as a game. And so it would be fun to see all these, like, you know, 18-year-olds and then, like, this, you know, mid-30s-year-old dude
0: Who's a celebrity, you know, like to these kids? Yeah. Yeah. Who's a
1: celebrity and they'll look up to him. Um, so I, I love that, that he's doing that. More power to him. Um, go, JR. Mine is the internet. Go to the week. Um, okay. That's not a normal thing, right? The internet is always the worst thing ever since sliced bread. Um, and so the internet is my go to the week, though. And why they're the go to the week, by the way, Kev, I like that you said goatin'. Just people that are goatin' at the beginning. I like goatin', baby. Goatin'. <laughs> um so the internet. They raised uh six point eight in six days to help get Afghanis to say uh to safety from the Taliban. I think a lot of the time the internet sucks and so it's good to see that.
0: Yeah, shout out to America, baby.
1: Shout out to all of us
0: who have an internet connection. <laughs> um, I'm gonna throw an honorable mention in there. Uh so I was paying attention to the brewers last night. Uh Christian Yelich uh, one of my favorite baseball players, has been struggling this year. He's had injuries, something that's kind of plagued him throughout the year. Uh, he had a grand slam, and he homered another time. He finished the game with two home runs, six RBIs and a stolen base, helped the Brewers uh, push um, uh, onto a win. So I think it was an important game for the Brewers, um, but also very important for Christian Jelic, um, helping the Brewers get that victory, hopefully, um He's going to catch fire and going to push the Brewers into a championship run this year uh, right after the uh, – shout-out to the Milwaukee Bucks winning their uh, first championship in, like, 50 years. So, go Christian Yelich. He's my honorable mention for this week. Yeah, it just makes you wonder, is he heating up right now? Uh, I, I really hope so. That the Brewers can really use his offensive <clears throat> game. So, um, I'm hoping. I got yeah. my fingers crossed.
1: Me too. Uh, fingers crossed. All right. So, vote of the Week. <clears throat> so, the vote of the Week is – Worst of all time, basically, right? And so of the week, mine is Mike Vrabel, and so you guys know him. Uh, anyway, he tested positive for COVID after playing the Bucks. Um,
0: to be clear, this is the Tampa Bay Bucks. I know I just said the Milwaukee Bucks, so this is football for all those uh, non-sports people. You're right. <laughs> <I'm> so <sorry. laughs>
1: Um, so they played the Tampa Bay Bucks, And so obviously Tom Brady is on that team. So I don't want to assume, but is he trying to murder Tom Brady? So now, now that's kind of assuming, but also it's not at all. And so when I put it to you this way, whenever you get COVID, you die immediately, (laughs) right? Oh, absolutely. And so this is his whole plan. He wants to face Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl. He doesn't want to face Tom Brady. And so this is his way of getting rid of Tom Brady. Call me a conspiracy theorist. You can, but I'm not. I'm just spitting facts. So.
0: I mean, Tom Brady. He's got. He's got to be watching his back, his front, and all sides, man. Yeah,
1: I know he's listening. So just make sure you're, you know, watching yeah. your back and front.
0: Tom Brady. We're 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 hoping the best for you, man. Just 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 stay alive, buddy. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, in our first series, we are doing a series called "Would Be Named." Um, yeah. Teams. We were going to select teams. Uh throughout professional sports and what they would be named if they weren't named their team. So our first um, would be named of the week is the Arizona Cardinals. And um, so my, mind uh, would be, I would doing research on Arizona. They have a lot of pack of donkeys and what they call them as burros. So the Arizona burros. I mean, who wouldn't want to be representing a burro on the, on the football field. I mean, Bunch of, bunch of burros just running down at you. I mean, how intimidating is that? I think um, the
1: biggest question with that is like, do they, would their mascot be a donkey and would it be two people? You know, like those that where they dress up, like one person is the neck and the other one's like the back and the hind legs. <laughs> Which shout out to like the person that's in the back because that is not a fun position <laughs> <At> least, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, where the head has to sit. Um, so that's the biggest reason why I'd be an advocate for the, the burrows, but go ahead and finish up. Sorry about that. Yeah. I mean,
0: I, think that, I mean, that's a great point. Um, also copper runs high in the Arizona ground. So they could also be called the Arizona coppers and copper is a mineral that is just really high tested, really high in Arizona ground. So they're also known for that. So, and another um another name for them could also be the green Sticks. so the green stick is the uh state tree for arizona so arizona green sticks i just i don't know where um all like the cardinals came from i think they had a, a lot of good options if they just would have done some research on their own state and just picked like a a, a good name like the green sticks
1: yeah um i totally agree and i also think like i wonder if it's not well known that they have a lot of copper. I wonder if like states that have a massive homeless homeless population will start shipping them all out to Arizona, so they can like get copper to scrap.
0: I mean, who wouldn't want cash. to do that?
1: Exactly. Um. So mine is the more obvious answer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, they should be named the Arizona Chicago's because the Arizona Cardinals actually started in Chicago. And so another fun fact about the Cardinals is that they have two NFL championships, um, which a lot of people say those aren't, those don't mean anything, but being a Packers fan with how, I mean, we have nine, right?
0: We yeah. Have nine, nine or 12 teams. or 20. So yeah, I count
1: those as Super Bowls. So I do yeah, so absolutely. So that is my, um, why they should be named that. Um, and the fact that they're not really makes me want to burn down the stadium.
0: But I wow. that no. That is a very passionate take on that. Um, <laughs> hey, random fact about Arizona is they still have U.S. mail delivered in one of the remote parts of Arizona by mule. They literally have U.S. mail being delivered by mule uh, out to a reservation out in Arizona. Like, that I think is something we need to pursue here in the United States. I mean, no, here I... in like throughout the United States, I meant.
1: No, yeah, I agree. And I, I think at the end of the day, we have to let the people speak. And so what we want to do is we want to put some, we'll put something up on Twitter. Um, you know, do you want your mail be delivered by an actual like gas guzzling car? <laughs> or would you rather it be delivered by a mule? Because you think about it, like cars take gas, gas comes from like somewhere in the earth. And <laughs> mules and create emissions and everything else mules eat grass
0: Grass and grass is is green and green energy right
1: it doesn't get greener than that and so like when i think about like what we need to do as a country as we're trying to go green is that i am an advocate for mules distributing all of our mail even if they're like smart mules like shout out elon musk if you want to make them smart but I wouldn't mind if it was green and it was a mule. Like, if I had to send a letter to Caleb in Pennsylvania from Colorado and it took six months, I don't care. It's being delivered by a mule. And you can't tell me you wouldn't be happier than when you get mail from a mule.
0: <laughs> I you know? mean, it could, be, it could be very, very well taken.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, a bunch of pissed off people. Like, I would have to send you your birthday card, which I've never sent to you. But if I
0: did. Six um, months in
1: advance six months. I think you would teach America
0: patience. It would
1: teach America patience. And that is one thing that's lacking right now. And so, um, yes, just so you guys are aware, we are going to be potentially talking to Congress. Um, we'll see.
0: Yeah, we don't know yet. We'll, (laughs) we'll debate about that. Yeah.
1: So the next, um, the next thing we're going to talk about is, um, you've seen it, um, quite a bit recently, but, I just want to talk about, is Joe Flacco elite or not elite?
0: Well, here are just some uh, career stats if you're still on the fence. Joe Flacco, at this moment, has over 40,000 yards passing in his career, 224 passing TDs, and 144 interceptions. His best year, um, I would say, was around 2014, where he completed 62% of his passes, Almost threw for 4,000 yards. He was 14 yards short of that. Threw 27 TDs, 12 interceptions, and had a 90-91 passer rating, which, honestly, in the NFL, that's a pretty good year, a uh, pretty good stat line for that guy. Um, so, yeah, is, is he a leader or is he not?
1: Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I, I think when you go back to – I think the biggest thing that says he's a leader or not is his current team that he's on. You know, helps a lot. The Eagles. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Ha-ha. Um, but yeah, Shout out Eagles,
0: man.
1: I, yeah, no, I, I think Joe Flacco was, I think, to answer that question, I would say, obviously, I think, or I think at one point he was. And he was a very um, – he was an interesting quarterback to watch, but he was very fun to watch as well, other than he played for a terrible team. Um, <laughs> but I think – The reason why I think um, that he is still kind of elite is because um, his dad is his best friend. And not to, like, cry, but I will. No, but he – anyone that says that their dad is their best friend is is elite um, in my mind. I think that's just, like, such – I don't know what I would be without my dad. And so – and then I think about a – Tom Brady was in an interview, and a little kid asked him – who his uh who his hero was and Tom Brady was like my dad, and they started to like ball. And so it was actually at that point that I actually started to like Tom Brady. Um, but I do think um he used to be he's not anymore. What is he fifty one?
0: Tom Brady. Oh, I think he's sixty. No,
1: okay, yeah, because yeah, Tom Brady's sixty. No, or no, sixty two, and Joe Flacco's is fifty one.
0: Oh, you're um, right.
1: Yeah. And then, um, you know, we had, we had talked a little bit, like, he is, you know, very durable, you know, as a quarterback. Yeah. Um, so that's another thing why I think that he –
0: but I think that, like, he's not he's not elite anymore, right? He's not an elite it's anymore. Like, but you just said he was elite.
1: Right. He was elite. But I still think he is elite because his dad is his best friend.
0: Okay. So, like, uh, my so – my, my take on this whole thing, I think he has – he's put up some decent stats over the years. I just don't think he is – Like, he reached that elite thing. He was a very solid quarterback for a few years. Like you just said, he was durable. He didn't miss a a single start in, like, seven seasons. Um, But he's turnover-prone. Like, he has – in career, he has 224 passes to 144 interceptions. That's almost – like, that's not a very good ratio. Um, He's inconsistent. He – like, he just doesn't have that elite, like, takeover – like, even a Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, like, takeover mode of a game. Um, so I'm going to have to actually side with he's not elite. I think he's an average quarterback who had a couple good seasons, helped the Ravens to um, a Super Bowl appearance. Um, did they end up winning that one? Um, no. I can't remember. Or, no, yeah. No. no. Yeah, no. Didn't he beat his brother, John, uh, the coach, John? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or Jim beat yeah. John. Um, yeah. So I- I'm going to say he's he's not elite, but that that's my take. Yeah, well, some of us are wrong,
1: so it's all part of the game. true. And you know, let's let's say that you are, but okay, great. So the next part um, in this podcast is the game of the week. So this is part where every week we'll be picking our game of the week. We're gonna have across all sports. Um, we are really big water polo fans, as you guys will see. So that will be. I'm just kidding, but we could.
0: <laughs> we could shout um, out to the Olympics.
1: Yeah. Um we're going to pick a team or a game and who we pick winning for that. We're also going to keep track of who has the most wins and who has the most losses, me and Caleb. And so I don't remember last time I was wrong on a pick. So I honestly
0: don't uh, remember either. So this is going to yeah. be tough for me.
1: <laughs> yeah, me me neither. So it's been a long time since I was wrong. Um but so my my game of the week for sure is Boise State um, versus the UCF Knights. And so super, super easy pick, um, no brainer, massive game. Everyone's going to be watching this puppy. Um, but you know, the biggest reason I'm picking them is because they're gonna like, they're gonna be amazing this year, but also they're in the Mountain West Conference, which is where I live in Colorado area. So, the MWC, though, which is more important, and through my pick, like, my pick, I'm not even worried about it whatsoever, so I'm going to bring other attention to my pick. Um, and MWC, the Mountain, um, the Mountain West Conference, also stands for Masters Walleye Circuit. And so, just shout out to all the walleye fishermen out there. Um, you know, we don't talk enough about fishing. If we didn't fish, like, we wouldn't have fish. So, you know, I, I think without fishing, like, we don't get to enjoy walleyes. And wow, so, you know, again, I'm still I'm so confident in this pick that I don't even have to talk about the game, and I just know that they're gonna win.
0: And sorry, you you, you who are you choosing to win? Boise, obviously. Oh, okay, my fault. I must have missed that. Um, that's a great pick. I, I think you, uh, hey. I think you got something there. So my pick of the week is uh, Penn State versus Wisconsin. Uh, since I live out here in PA, I, I I like I get the hype from Penn State and just the teams they've had. They've been a solid program i um, not a big a uh, fan of their fans. Um, but being from Wisconsin, I grew up from Wisconsin. We've also had a really tough program over the years. And we just continue to get better under Paul Chris and his coaching. Um, so I'm taking this game of the week. I think this is going to be a really good game to start off the year uh, on this Saturday for college football. Um, so I'm going to take uh, Wisconsin in this game just because they got the home field advantage. I think they have a lot of stuff going for them this year. Um, I think we're on the path to winning a national championship here soon. So shout out to my Badgers! Shout out to Wisconsin! Um, I'm going with Wisconsin for my my uh, for my pick of, or the game of the week. So sweet! And so
1: are they still jumping around in Wisconsin?
0: Oh, absolutely, man! Started that uh, third quarter jump around.
1: Yeah, it is or pretty amazing quarter. being there, and when you, the whole stadium is shaking, there's just something shaking special Badgers. about that. Just and for
0: every other team that plays that music stole it from the Wisconsin Badgers.
1: No, I know, but like. With that, it's so much fun, like, just the the energy and stuff, and just wondering, like, is this the day I die when it collapses? Which but is I my can. favorite part. <laughs> I so, love that. Yeah, so our life hack here, um, we're wrapping it up here, and so, you know, I thought a lot about, about the life hack. Um, we're
0: going to be bringing these every week. We want to bless you guys. You know, oh, we just want to give you guys life with these life hacks.
1: 100%. We want to make your life easier, better. We want you to be stronger as a person. We, we want, want
0: you, you to... guys to be goating it. Yeah,
1: go. Um, And so the life hack is super simple. I'm sure most of you haven't thought of this um, because it kind of does take a genius to think about this um, and come up with that life hack like this. But what it is, is, um when you're at the office and you want to warm up a sandwich, but don't have a microwave, place the sandwich between two laptop chargers or uh battery backup or something that's warm oh my gosh that is so smart and i think you know for us with big bellies um or getting big bellies um this is beautiful because yeah the microwave is typically only you know 50 feet away from you but like why go to the microwave and you can just slap that puppy on a you know
0: yeah between two laptop chargers, that that is life-changing right there
1: no, I know it's going to save so much energy. Um, it's going to like keep more grass from burning up for the mules. Um, and
0: yeah, I, I think that's a life hack with these that, that can really give life to these people out there. So guys, thanks for tuning in. I'll be looking for our next episode next week. We appreciate you listening and tuning in. Like I said, have a good week. We love you guys. We'll see you later.